welcome to the Life Debt Podcast. I'm your host, Johnny Ohm, and let's get talking about some Star Wars right after we get to the business. In the business this week, you can visit the blog at www.mystarwarslifedebt.tk. You can find us on Facebook. Just look for My Star Wars Life Debt uh, on Facebook, and you can join our group to join the conversation. You can find me on Twitter, at BloodyOrm, B-L-O-O-D-Y-O-R-M-E. You can find me on Instagram, that's instagram.com forward slash mystarwarslifedebt. And, of course, you can join us on Patreon, um, patreon.com forward slash mystarwarslifedebt. We've got two tiers available currently, the $1 tier and the $3 tier. And if you'd like to donate to the uh, to the podcast and the blog, everything is much appreciated. And, of course, you can email the podcast and the blog but at lifedebtpodcast at outlook.com. So if you send us an email, you could get onto the show. And right now, let's get back to talking about some Star Wars. Outside or inside? Yeah, we're, we're, inside. we're recording anyway, so... Okay. Um, hi, okay, so uh, thank you for listening to the intro on the business. This is the meat of the product, and you, I bet you're all kind of wondering what's going on today. Guess what? I've got guests! I know, shock horror. Uh, so I would like to introduce you to my filmmaking cohorts and general uh, guys who I, you know, muck around with. Andrew Beacon. Word up. And uh, Dan Horbrook. Hi. Uh, just so you know, we do try and keep it family friendly, but if you let the odd uh, expletive come out, I'll It'll just... be his fault, not it mine. It will be his fault. <laughs> he's, be his he's, fault. he's the potty mouth. Why do I always get blamed for stuff? <laughs> so, like, we've known it's each fair, other, collect... We've common. known each other for about... Seven, six, years, six seven, seven six years, years yeah. roughly. Yeah. And uh, having been around at both your houses, I've noticed that you have Star Wars stuff. However, did you notice? That? I, yeah. I, it was, I thought we hid it really well. Yeah, you. I mean, there was that, that really slightly hidden Lego Millennium Falcon at your house. Yeah. And you had a couple of um, uh, the Power of the Force 2 uh, little sets, which when they. This, that was after they'd got rid of the pecs and the muscles with yeah. that run. <laughs> So um, I'm just going to say, like, what was your first introduction to the uh, the Holy Saga? Well, I don't. I can tell you how I how I found it again. I I watched it when I was really really young, and I I have memories because I've got it at home. A story I did at school that was basically a mashup of Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi. So it had. <laughs> Attacks and speeders and, you know, Luke having to get out before the foot came down. Uh, but then equally there was the, the pit of coon, uh, the, the Sarlacc, Sarlacc pit. Uh, and it went a bit crazy. But it was probably um, secondary school, um, like 13, 14 years old. Had a mate in technology lesson. Uh, and when we weren't working, he was banging on about Star Wars. He collected the toys and watched all the films, knew them back to front. I was kind of like, oh, yeah, I'll watch Star Wars. Oh. So it was when the... Uh, it was pre-special edition, but it was when they just released them... Uh, 93, with yeah. the digitally remastered... Yeah, yeah, that's the one with some br- beautiful black artwork. And, black and silver on the cases. Yeah. Oh, it was, it was brilliant. And I uh, got those for a birthday and, and watched it and just all these memories flooded back of from my youth. And then I was hooked. 
and you know and then well then then we know what happened next special editions came out and well, that's a, an interesting conversation then the prequels came out and that's well that just makes a lot of people angry but um <laughs> but it's still the original three films it was what i i loved about cinema was mm. was that experience it's why i love cinema now it's why i love storytelling because of the world that that was created so I mean, I, I carry an awful lot of films from my youth, and Star Wars is certainly one of the important ones. I mean, I can sort of name a lot of the films from when I was growing up. I mean, obviously, I'm, I'm quite a bit older than you, Jonathan. You're not that much older. <laughs> Having been born in, in 1980. Um, You're six years old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, I mean, I grew up watching films like Ghostbusters, Gremlins, uh, movies like that, Indiana Jones, and kind of carrying the memories of those with me but certainly the most prominent memories for me growing up are definitely of Star Wars um, I remember laying on a friend's floor watching A New Hope on VHS uh, I must have been I must have been seven because it was before I moved house yeah. so um, I moved completely away from the area that we lived at the time uh, this same friend also had pretty much every toy oh, which I was very beautiful. jealous of uh, I remember getting an eighty eighty for Christmas one year when oh. I was little. Oh, um, I had one of those as well. And a snow speeder. Um, you know, they were second hand, but I didn't care. Oh. I remembered shoving R2-D2 in the co-pilot seat in the snow speeder and getting him stuck. Uh-huh. Oh, no. Which That's not I canon. Thought, I thought I was doing it. <laughs> well, you see, you know, obviously as a kid, I knew that, you know, the astromech droid goes into the, uh, into the ship and I thought yeah. I was doing a thing. Um, but I wasn't. I remember rushing home from picking my sister up from nursery to go and watch Return of the Jedi because oh. we'd got Return of the Jedi to watch and I hadn't seen it yet and this was a big thing for me and I was like you know, had to walk through and across an entire town to pick my sister up from goddamn nursery before I could watch Return of the oh, Jedi it was no. terrible oh, that's harsh. but I think I, like Dan, I fell off the uh, the wagon a little bit with Star Wars. Uh, you know, other things came along. You know, obviously, I was a huge Ghostbusters fan growing up, so I got into the real Ghostbusters and things yep. like that. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, yeah. stuff like that. Well, yeah, and that I was think a, Star that was a Wars phenomenon in, to itself, wasn't oh, it? I think wow, Star yeah. Wars in general kind of fell out of the limelight during that period anyway. Yeah. And I think it was probably you that got me back into it. Because I do remember watching those 93 edition VHS tapes around yours. Watch them all the time. Yeah. All the time. Back and, to back. Yep. Yeah. And that was, you know, yeah, that was it. That was back into it. It was getting the EU books. Yeah. The Decipher trading card game. Oh, oh God. That was, um, I mean, we, we, we must have spent I've got, hundreds of I've pounds. I've got a box full of Star Wars cards, oh, Decipher cards at home. We, I've got so many. You can print them out. They've, they've released oh, them all online. Yeah. They? yeah, you can print them out. It'd oh. be great. But, I mean, we, we'd we play that every lunch, yep. Every, yep. throughout the yep. whole of sick form. Every it, lunch. I mean, brilliant. we were huge Magic the Gathering fans for trading yep. card game players. But when Decipher released that Star Wars game, that was it. There was nothing else. We just played yep. that. That was our only game. And, yeah, it was a great game. It was hard really, really as nails. Good. Oh, yeah. But it was a great game. I, I remember back in the old, back when uh, Waterstones. Uh, we, we had a. We've got two waterstones in town. There's one, the one next door to um, Anne Summers. Are the old Otticus? Yeah, old yeah. Otticus. Mm-hmm. I remember going in there, and right at the back of the uh, the ground floor, they had the trading cards. Mm-hmm. I remember I scoured those trading cards because it was when they had the Star Wars magazine as well. 
and they all they were always talking about the trading card game and they had the adverts out for mm. it I remember picking up like four packets because that was I had like four quid left in me <laughs> in my pocket and I bought four packets and I was so gutted that I didn't get a Luke Skywalker card yeah. and then I'd look at them and I'm like I don't understand this I don't understand this because I couldn't find I'd never at that point I didn't know trading card games so uh, I just thought they were like collector's card things and then yeah. you realise it's mean? a game and then this I, isn't top trumps this, I, <laughs> <laughs> this isn't uno uh, <laughs> so I was like where's I, how do you play this and I could never find rules because it wasn't until like Pokemon that I realised that you had to get a starter deck to yeah. really get into yeah. everything yeah and I think by that point there was so much stuff because then they'd done the special editions and they'd added more so many more cards um so like yeah yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it. it's it's yeah it's it was a great t- it was a great game but i mean yeah there's just it it's amazing sort of how star wars did go out of um uh popularity for a while and then kind of come back in um in the mid 90s and it's kind of just carried on going really isn't it and and for me as well sort of being a dad and seeing my two kids um now moving into uh, to sort of like the, the Star Wars films are their films now yeah and and it's 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 really heartening sort of coming out of something like The Last Jedi and being able to talk to them about it and having them be so enthused about it and being so into it and seeing like my little niece now coming up and waving sticks around pretending to be Rey and stuff <laughs> like that and it's <clears throat> It's something that I look at and I go, you know, this this was something I enjoyed as a kid, but now I'm just enjoying seeing other kids enjoy it. Yeah. And and knowing that 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 baton's been passed on. Oh, I mean, as a speak about sort of family, as a as a dad, uh, you know, seeing my my youngest dress up as Darth Vader and have oh, a she lightsaber. Oh, she's she got Kylo side. Ren. Yeah, oh. Ray, Leia. Oh, I want to be Darth Vader. But seeing her in the costume and and the just the fact that it's something that we would both love and we're both interested in and I mean she 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 loves elements of it mm. and it's something that I'm I'm so pleased you know yeah we're always going to have as a yeah a memory I think it's 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 one of those evergreen things though isn't it and yeah and the, regardless of what sort of long term fans air quotes think of the direction of the story you know this is something that's that's going on and on and on and it, it's carrying on and it's finding a new audience and for a new audience you've got to tell new stories yeah. you've got to find new yeah. stories and they might not be the stories that you want but you know maybe they're the stories that someone else enjoys yeah but it's, it's always the the problem with, with fans uh, and certainly Star Wars fans is the complaint about Force Awakens was it's too, too the same. It's too much like a new hope. We want something different. And then, right, well, Last Jedi comes out. Here's The Last Jedi. And they're like, oh, no, it's, no, it's, it's too different. Too different. It's too different we it? want the original Star Wars. There's and too many ladies you know, in my Star Wars now. Uh, I, I, I Let's like not get on to that. No, <laughs> I like it. Uh, my my boss he saw Force Awakens and he was like uh, it was good but yeah it was very much it was a new hope all over again and my thought about it is um, and you see like a new hope and then you see Last Jedi like Last Jedi was like Force Awakens was the Star Wars film that as fans we needed but Last Jedi was the film that we wanted but because Last Jedi came out second it kind of 
it altered kind of the perception that the fandom as a whole had because like they were everyone was kind of going oh we're going to get Empire Strikes Back again that's what, and everyone kind of had that mindset but I, I honestly think we needed Force Awakens as it was because yeah. as Andrew said it's you know it's the new generation it's a new story yeah it's not the film it wasn't the film wasn't made for us no as fans no. it was made for the next generation of fans just like you Phantom know people, yeah. people our age back when you know <laughs> A New Hope came out would have gone what the hell is this yeah mm. it's just the same thing and, and there's no excuse for sort of the the way that individuals have been titled. I mean, yeah. the fact, the sheer fact that they have an issue with strong female characters in a film, in a series that has had Princess Leia. My argument exactly. You know, yeah. These, I mean, they need to wake but up I mean, and smell these, the coffee. These are the people that also read the EU and there's characters like Mara Jade in there. Yeah. Oh, she's those? amazing. I mean, like, yeah. What are you talking about, guys? But <laughs> I, I've often wondered if The Last Jedi had been written in the 90s as an EU book... Would, people would it complained? have had the same backlash? Would no. people be complaining? I don't think no, they would. I don't yeah. think they yeah. would. Nobody complained about Mara Jade. Yeah. This is a very intriguing direction that Timothy Zahn has taken yeah. the, uh, <laughs> yeah. the Star Wars story. This is no heir to the Empire, is Ooh. it? You know? <laughs> oh, you uh, can just... I mean, can you imagine what, if they'd have killed off Thrawn in a, in heir to the, in a uh, Dark Force Rising instead of Last Command? <laughs> yeah. Oh, you and you have Captain Pellion kind of take over, and he's like, I'm in charge now. But I think the whole idea around... an interesting the... twist, wouldn't it? No, I think it would have yeah. been. But I just, I feel like The Last Jedi was was there to, to show us that the Star Wars we thought we were getting, we're never going to get. Yeah. And to actually mix it up, and the fact that Snoke dies literally like three quarters of the way through the film was such a shock and such a twist. Yeah. But... It's that means that now in the third film we've got we don't very... know where it no, what exactly. they, what's going to happen what we've, is going we've on we've got no How resistance is that we've got no good guys there's no anymore. good guys the we've... bad guys are a mess yeah and, to be fair you know the the, the one person who could have who who it, it did unite everyone. Let who was in who was left with the resistance. Look, he can't. Well, he can come back as a force ghost. I'm not going as a ghost. Say yes, it's going to happen. No, it's not going to happen. Well, who knows? But. You know, he's he essentially you could say he's gone. We've wiped the slate clean. Yeah. I mean, I know with Carrie Fisher was like episode nine was meant yeah. to be Leia's film. Such shame, yeah. Um, but at the end of the day, would it be a bad thing to not have Leia in? It'll be because interesting to see how they handle it. Yeah, I, I think that's going to be the main thing. <laughs> um, I mean, because the thing they've they've said no CG, not recasting. No, they haven't said not recasting. Oh, they never said not they'd... recasting, but they did say no CG, which I think is the best. Oh, that's best. Because yeah. it was the only thing about Rogue One. I mean, Tarkin in Rogue One kind of. He was. It, it took every now and again. I kind of like yeah. you look a bit weird. Yeah. But don't it watch really it in three D. Three D looks. It, you can. T- it's really obvious in three D. Yeah. But then watching it in two D, I was like, oh, that's fine. I think but that last the... shot, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, the, yeah. The, the, the like, yet, No, but I think. They could have done it in different, a lot of different ways with the last shot of Leia, but I think, you know, everyone would have kicked off if they'd have just shown from the behind with the yeah. with the hood, and you what just hear her say hope, and you're like, 
cop out. Yeah. <laughs> they could have shown her from behind and just from a side view, maybe. Maybe, yeah. Kind of, yeah, yeah. This is you the filmmaker's unit coming yeah. out going, well, you be creative with your, with your shots, lads, hey? <laughs> but don't you feel for the actors yeah. that, that, that played, you know, the body double for Lair and the, yeah. the guy... But they knew top. they were doing that. They knew what they were getting so He was. He's, he's played uh, Peter Cushing before. Uh, he played uh, he played the younger version of Peter Cushing's Sherlock Holmes uh, and that's why he was so effing good in the role because I yeah. know from like whole B City yeah, or I Casual know. B or something yeah. but then I mean there's, there's a history of sort of good British actors that have been on TV shows being cast well, you yeah. know you look at what, what's his name Hugh, Hugh Quashie yeah. Yeah, yeah he was in Nightbreed as well Highlander I rewatched that recently was he in Highlander? Yeah, he's the guy who oh. fights Kurgan on the bridge. He is, yes. I'm going to have to rewatch oh. Highlander now. Oh, there we go. Oh, <laughs> Add into my list it. to rewatch. Yeah. Um, awesome. And, I mean, Ian McDiarmid, <laughs> top yeah. British actor oh, yeah. on yeah. stage, and, you know, he came in layers of prosthetics in Return of the Jedi and just happened to be the right age for Phantom Menace. How lucky yeah. was that? I know, I mean... How lucky was that? You could say, George Lucas would say... Oh, oh I it planned it that planned. way! Yeah. Planned I had a vision and... Yeah. Kind of, mm, no, you yeah, didn't, George, no, though. Didn't. Don't, don't, don't yeah. try and pull that Thank out. you for Star Wars, but yeah, let's, yeah, thank, let's thank. stop there. Um, <laughs> now, I know you guys have got a bit of collections. You know, got a few Star Wars things in your collection. Bits and pieces. Yeah. What would you say is your favourite item that you have? Oh, wow. Uh, oh, I don't... I don't <laughs> Not I to don't put even, you on the spot at all. It's hard. It's hard. I, I quite like my original release Landspeeder, Lego Landspeeder. Yeah. The original yellow-faced Lego Landspeeder. Yeah. I also really like... I've got... I don't know if you remember the Star Wars... Was it Unleashed? The sort of the big... Oh, the... Um, yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. I've got Obi-Wan and Anakin... Oh, that was, a, that was from, a glorious yeah, piece. Which was a two-piece diorama. Yeah. And I've got that in my office on That's a high, and it's a really nice piece. Um, if I could pick one thing, though, it would probably be my inordinate amount of Star Wars Decipher trading cards. <laughs> because <laughs> oh. there's something there that I... Yeah, it's probably a big investment going forwards, although I wouldn't know how no. to price the damn thing up. No. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not entirely sure. I'm not entirely sure. I got uh, years and years ago when I left when I left one of my one of my jobs to go on to something different. Uh, they bought me um, an Attack of the Clones Obi Wan's lightsaber. Oh, nice! Uh, with you know light ups out. That's oh, pretty the, ace. <laughs> the the extended one. Uh... I I had for, for like years and years and didn't take it out. I didn't. I did. I was like, oh, you know, proper collector. You know, put my gloves on before I touch it. And then you just ripped the packaging off. And then I had kids, and I'm kind of like, I no. really, I really want to run around the house to swing this lightsaber at them. So yeah, uh, yeah so it's been it's been used. But... Do you know what? I actually had a um, preview edition stamp from I... Phantom Menace, which stayed in its box for years and years and years until I gave it to my son. Uh, to play with and I thought you know what it's not doing anything for me sat in a box he might as well play with it um, I think it's in my office now it might be in my office I've got uh, I've got mine in the in my office yeah, but yeah. I took it straight out of the packaging because I was yeah. I'm, I'm six years younger yeah. um, but, it was a toy yeah, yeah. and I got it um, I got it like Toys R Us had it when they released all of the Phantom Menace toys yeah, yeah. 
and there was either that one in the nice kind of green and black packaging yeah. or you had like the Darth Maul packaged version from yeah. the you know the main run and I'm like don't want that one I want the I want the nice pretty green and yeah, yeah, yeah. black one opens the box box goes in the bin yeah yeah God, I mean I look I look back from my like youth like proper you know pre preteen years and I look back at all the Star Wars stuff that I had and I go why why did I why did I ever get rid of it yeah but then, but the thing is, now I look at it different. I think, well, yeah, I could have, I could have kept that at at, and uh, yeah, I could have played with it, and yeah, some bits would have fallen off, but it was still an at at, yeah. and I could yeah. have sold it, and it would have made expert. But I look at it and I think, well, actually, I, I'm, I'm not collecting these as like a retirement. I'm not yeah. collecting them to sell them. I'm collecting yeah. them because they're they're memories of, yeah. of, of that, one of, of my time. favorite yeah. things yeah. in my yeah. childhood, and actually, you know the. the it's it's not an events collection, but the things that I've got, I kind of think, well, yeah, they might be a bit mm. bad, but I might I might have to yeah. sell them and look at them and say, like, oh, what's Lando's co-pilot in Return of the Jedi? No, no. He could he was like a special order. You had to order yeah. him. Yes, it was and like my the, folks. Um... I remember my folks ordered that. I can't remember whether it was cereal or something like that. You had to collect something, mm. and they collected this without me knowing, and had ordered this figure, and it it came oh. in this box. And I still have that, and that's just awesome. Nice. Mm. That's just awesome. And yeah, like I say, it could eBay it. Yeah. People pay what, like a quid or two quid. Yeah, so at this point, yeah. Okay. yeah. I've I've got something, something I've had from a very young age. Yeah. That, you yeah. know, my folks went out of their way to get for me. I still got it. Yeah. And that's that's just. I don't got stuff like that. I feel really bad. Apparently, I sold all my toys when I needed some money for video games. So, yeah, I sold yeah. I sold all my Lego for the same reason, like yeah. uh, big box at four, yeah. forty yeah. quid for all of my oh, Lego that's probably yeah. worth like five hundred quid now. So <sighs> yeah, we've all and been there. And you went there, and bought Resident Evil two. <laughs> I, I think maybe I, three as well. I think oh no, I think we're going back to like the uh, yeah. the Commodore sixty four. Oh really? Yeah. I think, think, I think it was probably the Amiga. Amiga. Days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> I reckon it was the Amiga. PlayStation I kids. Oh, yeah. PlayStation kids with yes. 64 bits or whatever it is not many great Star Wars games no 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 no. no. still like playing the unless original you had a Star Wars SNES. arcade that's all oh it's terrible oh, but it's the, unless um, you had a SNES and you had Super Star Wars yeah. and Super Empire and Super Return and... I got Super Return on the Game Boy mm. they did the Game on, Boy games were alright they actually, did the Game they? Boy yeah, yeah. of Return of the Jedi they did they had a new hope and Empire Strikes Back on Game Boy as well but they weren't the Super versions no. and they were tough as nails that was back when Game Boy games were actually, yeah. <laughs> if it was, if, you know, aside from Pokemon and Zelda, you know, yeah. you know game, th- those games have got long running worth. Um, Tetris. It's all well, about yeah. Tetris. But I mean, I, I think the the one Star Wars, I, I mean, I loved, I can't remember which of the, which of the Rogue Squadron games it was that was a launch title with GameCube. Uh, two, Rogue Leader. Yeah, yeah, I played that a lot. I was oh, a great, I great game. That was the reason game. I bought, bought the GameCube. Yeah. But, Same. Um, Probably the first Star Wars game I played, um, or that I can remember playing, was Podracer. Mm. Uh, oh. And me and a mate of mine, after you know a couple of a uh, couple of diet cokes, as they say, <laughs> we just we played it for like hours straight, yeah. but just trying to beat each other by by like milliseconds. And that was it was great. That's what it would come game. down to on, those, first, on that game. First Star Wars game I remember playing was the old Atari Wireframe one. Yeah, oh. in an arcade, in a sit down. Oh, and I I used to be able to do a full run through that as you know to quite a high level, 
and same with Return of the Jedi, but I don't think I ever found Empire Strikes Back in an arcade. Ah. No. But the Return I... of the Jedi game is weird. Which the one? isometric one. Oh, the never... arcade game. Have you no. never seen that? No. <gasps> you need to come do some uh, video games. Yeah. Do you need to do some video yeah, games? Yeah, Star Wars video games. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I think my first one was on the Game Boy, I think it was Super Return of the Jedi. Yeah. Uh, then I got, uh, I remember getting Rogue Squadron. Uh, Dark Force no not Dark, uh, Jedi Knight Dark Forces oh, 2 of course and that oh, was Dark Forces I, I've played Dark Forces but it's like a ROM on my Mac and it's just bad I tried to play oh. Dark Forces recently and it made me physically ill yeah do you know it was one of the first first person shooters that allowed you to look up it did yeah. really yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. it one predated the, the, the build engine yeah oh, it's brilliant I really really good story Dark Forces mm. yeah uh, and Dark Forces 2 yeah. Uh, Jedi, Jedi Knight, Knight. Yeah. really, really great as well. I love. I quite like that. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 I didn't Fighting. play the. I didn't and play Jan Jedi Ors. Outcast two though. Cause, uh, uh, no, no, Jedi, Jedi, Jedi Knight two, two Jedi, Jedi Outcast, Outcast, then Jedi Academy. Yeah. I played two and I played three and I thought three was just dire. But that was when you got into like um, kind of Attack of the Clones, Revenge of the Sith territory, where you've all flashy lightsabers yeah. and everything. Yeah, so yeah, that yeah. was more about your lightsaber moves as opposed to you know playing the story, because you're just basically playing like I think it was kind of like the uh, if you look at like kind of the way that Mass Effect was played, where you just mm. go to planets and do a mission. Yeah, that was what Jedi Academy was. You just picked missions and you had to like do a certain number of missions in a certain level then you leveled yourself up that way Um, but Jedi Outcast I loved but for me Jedi Knight was like the top Star Wars game until they brought Rogue on it uh, Rogue Squadron out but you know the Star Wars games I've played the most out and it's the number of hours played it is comparable to like the likes of Oblivion and Skyrim oh right and we're talking like a lot yep Uh, 250 hours Battlefront 2 I love it uh, the original or the new one? New Well, the new one. Now that they've got rid of the rubbish star cards and the loot boxes. Oh, God. I need to, I need to the level that grip. It's, it's, it's a really good. 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 Uh, really good, yeah. Can't, I mean, the campaign, I think, was amazing. I mean, the, campa- the campaign was... It was, all, it was all right. It seemed a bit... Right, well... Well, here's a story about a character, but actually, what we're going to do is we're going to we're going to throw in Princess Leia, we're going to throw yeah. in Lando Calrissian, and it just felt felt a bit forced in places. I, I, I but like the, the multiplayer. Oh, the multiplayer oh, the is multiplayer immense. Just, I could play it for like yeah. days, days and days. Yeah. It's so addictive. It's so much fun. So yeah, get it. I get it. To, I've got it. I need to get back into it. Beat you both. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Are you on Xbox or? Oh, cool. He's on Good Xbox. Man. Good man. Good I'll, man. I'll, I'll try and pick it up for Xbox and we'll jump I need to. Time. I need to get a new yeah. Xbox yeah. and then I'll play it. You need to get a new <laughs> Xbox? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Story different story for another time. time. Different story for another time. <laughs> yeah. um, and one last question for you guys before we all head off because I can see the storm approaching. Yeah, we are. We're outside. We're, we're, we are. Yeah, we're, outside. we're outside. The there is an approaching storm. <laughs> Dean Foster, prequel to episode two. Uh, <laughs> which leads <laughs> me into my question for you guys. Um, oh, okay. I know you've got you've had a few uh, EU old legends or EU books and yeah, yeah, yeah. you have a, quite a few quite on a few, your yeah. shelves yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what would you say was your favourite Expanded Universe novel? Talking Expanded Universe or could I go into anything? You could go into anything I quite liked and I can't remember off the top of my head what they were called but the miniseries comics that Dark Horse did where they changed a small element of Infin- each film. Infinities. Infinities. I really like those. 
they, even, they're, they're, even the white Darth Vader suit. Yeah, that kind of jumped the shark a bit. <laughs> but I like the idea of them. I like that the was, idea yeah, of taking an idea. established story and changing a small element of yeah. it and extrapolating how that would play out the events differently. Oh, yeah, that sounds fascinating. Have you not read those? No. Wasn't, wasn't the, first, the first one was like, Luke misses the shot and the Death Star blows up Yavin, but most of the people were off. Yeah. Oh, and that's an amazing idea. Luke... Luke goes to train with Yoda, but Leia went to the dark side. Yes. And they had to duke out in yes. front of the Emperor and Vader. Yeah. Wow. And then yeah, Vader the Emperor, turned... The Emperor targets uh, Leia rather than Luke. Yeah. Yeah, yeah dig those out. I'll, I'll find them, yeah. Uh, I don't... I think for me, the, out of the ones that I've read, either, like, Shadow of the Empire was really... Oh, was yeah. Yes. It was a really different book. Yeah. to what I was thought it was going to be and some crazy, uh, crazy, crazy characters. She's all. She's all. What a guy. <laughs> um, but I love, I love, I love the trilogy. I love the Edith uh, oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, Mara Jade, just as a, the way she's introduced her mm. backstory and, and, you know, her character arc. Yeah. That, that for me ticks all the boxes. Mm. Just a really, really great story. Or set three stories. Yeah. I think I can agree with you on uh, the Heir to the Empire trilogy. The, the Empire trilogy. Um, I really liked some of the Jedi Academy trilogy, but there was like elements to it that I was like uh, not quite keen on. For like Force, semi Force projection, but invisible Luke helping young Jason Solo use a lightsaber against some weird winged monsters on Yavin 4. Oh. No, I was like, mm, okay, but I was quite young when I read it, so I was that. I, I was like, yeah, this is cool, and then as I got older, I'm like, uh, really? <laughs> yeah, try and read some of this, yeah. reread some of the stuff. Oh, yeah. I've I've yeah. tried re I, I tried reading the um, approaching storm, the Black Fleet Crisis. Yeah, I got ninety pages in. Uh, there was a scene where you know Han Solo's like, oh, I don't know what I'm doing in my life apart from having being married to Leia and having kids, and like Luke's gone. Row gone like away, and then he oh sends. Oh no! Oh no! Has Luke, Luke decided that he wants to abandon the Jedi Order or something? Oh yes. Oh, that's a terrible story. I wish no one would ever do that again. Why would they do oh, that? Yeah. Why would they tell that in, hashtag, in any story? Hashtag in any not story. my Luke Skywalker. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and he sends Han a message. He's on some in some weird castle on Coruscant, which is next to a, an ocean. Okay. Okay. Which was like completely against everything that yeah, Timothy Zahn like, put into into uh, Power of the Empire. Developed quite a while. Yeah. Before that, and yeah. Um, Han like goes in there. He has to climb up into a, onto some floor, and Luke's pretty much walking around naked nice. and proclaiming how he has to disappear and has to find something about out about his mother, mm. and because he'd heard some things about his mum. And this I mean, was, I mean, but he, this was pre. Um, pre-prequels so there was no idea of who Padme was and what yeah. was going on with Padme and I don't know how it got released because uh, George Lucas was really protective yeah. of the yeah. storyline yeah. of Padme yeah he read them all didn't he and had to approve them yeah. I, I think he re- had to read outlines yeah. I, mean, I don't think he read like, the whole thing even Ryan Johnson would have gone that me- wouldn't have gone that mental no no no. I mean that was a proper betrayal exactly <laughs> Right, well, guys, thank you very much uh, <laughs> thank you. for uh, yes, thank you for coming on the podcast. Um, yay, guests again! Yeah. <laughs> Guessing the checks in the post, right? Of yeah. course, yeah. of course. Uh, yeah. Don't cash it for a good ten years. 
Not a problem. Not a problem. Just in cool. case. Just, just in case. case. Just, yeah, yeah, I mean, just make sure. I want to make sure it clears. Yeah, yeah just got to make you know, got to move some things around. Um, like yourself out of the country. Yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> oh yes. Thank you again, guys. And yes, um, no thank you. good you. seeing you again. And yes. uh, well, I will uh, leave you to it. So uh, goodbye, guys. Thank you again to Andrew and Dan for joining me on today's episode. Um, now, before I go, I'd just like to remind everyone that you can email the podcast at lifedebtpodcast at outlook.com. You can find My Style's Life Debt on Facebook. Just type, search for My Style's Life Debt and you can join the group and Let's get into some Star Wars conversations. You can follow me on Twitter at bloodyorm, B-L-O-O-D-Y-O-R-M-E. I'm on Instagram, instagram.com forward slash mystarwarslifedebt. Um, of course, you can visit the blog at www.mystarwarslifedebt.tk. And last but not least, we have got the Patreon, patreon.com forward slash mystarwarslifedebt. And there we have two uh, two tiers, uh, the $1 and the $3 tiers. And you get a couple of, couple of nice little bits and pieces uh, for signing up to both of those, or either of those, really. Um, and that's it. So, uh, without further ado, I'm going to yell, Punch it, Chewy!